0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Tin Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to
1: Country Squire Radio.
0: Welcome to Country Squire Radio, I'm Bo, and I'm John David. JD, hey Bo, good evening, man. Good evening to you, sir. <laughs> How
1: are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm doing okay. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been crazy. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, preparing for our move. We, you know, we we talked a little bit before the show. Uh, this may be the last episode of Country Squire Radio we do in huh? in this shop. Now, I, I will say uh, because of some. Um, some delays they had in the construction process over the weekend, it appears that uh, that it will not be, but it could be. Yeah. And, and so uh, that's, can, that's where we're kind of at.
0: Can we pull yeah. the curtain back metaphorically speaking here? Cause yeah. like when I sure. walked up to the shop, uh, you've got you know the classic country squire that we've all known and loved for yeah, of several course. years. Yeah, the
1: the big uh, French doors with the uh, kind of over the arches above the windows. And Beautiful, right? You got the table out front where right. you
0: know oft there is someone after hours kind of puffing on their pipe. That's and right. That last tobacco that hit before heading right. that's home. That's right. That's uh, right. But but like just take two steps and you're falling into the hell mouth. Like the the the, the, the concrete, concrete kinda, up front has been ripped up. You
1: know that thing that ate Boba Fett at the at the, the s- beginning of Sarlacc. The Sarlacc. Uh, the
0: Sarl- it kind of looks like that. <laughs> you know. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all going on in front of what will be the new country Squire. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I was kind of wondering where where we were in the uh, in the development process, so to speak. Well, yeah, it's funny because you know, of course, the contractors and developers they're
1: so optimistic all the time. Oh, we're going to do this and it's going to be great and <laughs> right. it's going to have this timeline. And it's going to look just like this. Blah, blah, blah. And and of course, you know, they're generally generally in the ballpark. But you know, yeah. it, it looks like we're going to be a little late. And that's and frankly, that's fine. We gives us a little more time to. Um, kind of prepared, but we're, we're ready, you know, yeah. we're ready to move. And, um, you know, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be good. I mean, it was, uh, so awesome. We had, a, a, a couple of, uh, Eric, um, and Kelsey from, uh, Roanoke, Virginia yeah. this weekend. They, yeah. they drove, um, they drove 11 and a half hours. That's a pipe pilgrimage and a half right to, there. To come to the Country Squire because they wanted to see the original Country Squire. Wow. And, and and they weren't passing through. They weren't <laughs> going somewhere. They weren't like on their way to New Orleans or on their way to Dallas or something. Like, they came to Jackson, Mississippi to come the, to the original Country Squire. And and to be honest, it, it blew my mind. It, <laughs> it really it was so awesome, man. Uh, Eric's a relatively new pipe smoker. Uh, been in the cigar world for a while, but just kind of got roped in and has really enjoyed it. Uh, it ordered several of our blends uh recently and was like man i just got to go see uh what a real old-fashioned tobacconist looks like and uh and and he did man it was really precious to see him and uh his fiance, actually kelsey so uh anyway man <laughs> uh, props to them like i just want to say i just made some great friends over the weekend like that was so uh special and and uh, gosh I, I just i i was speechless i mean it blew it blew my ever-living mind that someone would drive you know 11 and a half hours to stay two nights in jackson mississippi man I mean, it's just crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is why i say the jackson tourism board needs to like hook us up with no, a grant I, I, or something i know like. right you know so that's, yeah that's awesome yeah
1: it, it was it was uh it was pretty special
0: well so the great thing is um for folks that have not yet made their pilgrimage it is coming down to the wire i mean as you mentioned this this may or may not be our last episode here but this coming friday there's a huge event happening in the in the old shop the the current shop that, that, is.
1: that's right yeah we're kind of having a going away party basically for our for our old shop. So um, yeah, this Friday, uh, starting at six and going on, uh, you know, into the night, uh, it basically until, (laughs) you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're doing it upright, man. We're really, uh, excited about that. We'll uh, just kind of have a big event, man. It, it's it's really encouraging to me. A lot of folks, uh, friends of the Squire, uh, folks that don't even smoke a pipe anymore. Wow, you know, these yeah. folks are, are coming, uh, coming back around. Going to share some stories, hug some necks, and uh, take pictures. And um, man, I got got some awesome news today. the uh, The founder's daughter, uh, Kim Owen, will be here yes! on, uh, on Friday, and that will be great oh, too. Man. That that means the world to me. So uh, just gonna be a fun party, man. And uh, Mark VV, it was so funny. He uh, messaged me earlier today, and he's like man, it doesn't look like I'm gonna be able to be there. But can I PayPal you some money to go buy a bottle of whiskey <laughs> oh, on me man. for the party? And uh, and man, I thought that was really kind. That so, is awesome. Um, anyway, it looks uh, looks like we'll have a great turnout. We're really excited.
0: Th- that's so, awesome, yeah. man. You know, it, it's
1: an emotional time. You know, it's one of those things where you know we're we're excited about moving our little uh, pipe shop uh, into a bigger unit, and you know, able to. Uh, do more. It'll help our mail order business and our local business. But um, gosh, it's just uh,
0: it's, it's tough to it's tough to give up the space. It, it
1: really is. You know, it's yeah. it's,
0: it's funny. I had um, last week, end of last week, we had some folks come in to uh, record some interviews for a different show. And uh, I was sitting down with them in, in the studio. We've got kind of this uh, this kind of waiting meeting area out, out in front of the actual recording studio. And uh, and so we're just kind of talking a little bit, and I was kind of telling him what we do, and kind of give him a history of uh, Potestary, and and mentioned, of course, the the Country Squire and and the work that uh, that we've done with Country Squire Radio, and and uh, he's like, wait, Country Squire, like the. The tobacco shop. That, I was like, yeah. that dump is still open. The, <laughs> the guy start, started laughing like crazy because he was like, he's like, I, I mean, I, I haven't been there in a couple of years, but I used to go a couple decades ago, like all the time, and like just to think, you know, the thinking about, uh, you know, Miss Reeves specifically, like, yeah. running a podcast. Yeah, I, I like, know, I know, right? He's like, man, there, there must have been some changes. Over there. <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the great thing about the Country Squire is, you know, there, there have been some changes. It's adapted for what the current market yeah. is, and you know, been open to ideas like the the, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I said, but the, the thing is, what made it special, you know, in in the previous generation has has carried on. And you know, I was uh, I was complimenting you, and I want to compliment you to your face as well, and, and on the air, saying That's like kind, man. John David has really done such a great job of shepherding the shop and and maintaining just that core specialness all the way from when he came in as a as a bright eyed you know <laughs> young assistant, Bush, bushy tailed uh, future
1: uh, therapist, right? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> into the uh,
0: into the the powerhouse that you are today, man. And so uh, you. You know, it's I'm, really, really kind. As and, as big of know. a milestone as we move into with the, with the new shop, as it's coming, man, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do with the new shop. And I know, Thanks, and I brother. think this everybody knows that you'll maintain uh, the specialness here has never been necessarily about that brick and mortar. There's something special about there the brick is. and mortar that's, that's here. Yeah, but the specialness is about the people and the community yeah. and the spirit of the shop, and that's something that you've always I, been good at. I
1: think any, I, I appreciate that, man. You know, the the heart and soul of of any. Uh, really good tobacconist, I think, is the is the people. You know, you, you get into this business because you're interested in or have a passion for, uh, you know, premium tobacco pipes. Uh, but but to be honest, you stay in it because of the people yeah. y- y- you do you know and, and and that is true to me every single day i love tobacco i love blending tobacco i i, I love uh, you know high grade briar pipes and and studying the manufacturers and and learning the industry and all those things it's it, it really is fun but you know as i've as i've, I've been pretty pensive the past few weeks you know because this <laughs> yeah. is getting real you know this is this is really hard. it's been a big year for me right got yes. married and you know um, moving my wife into the house and you know changing up the furniture she's and painting the house now man i know right <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving the shop, and uh, you know it's just it, it's a uh, it's a big deal. But uh, you know what, you, you stay in this business despite all the chaos. Um, because of the people, and um, and that's that's why we're here. So um, you know we're gonna just continue to uh, carry
0: on and see uh, you know see where the good Lord takes us. That's awesome, so, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a yeah, fun fun show and a fun topic tonight. Before I mention it though, I, I gotta kind of selfishly give a quick plug. Uh, new podcast out called Star Wars TV Talk. You mentioned the Starlack earlier, so that's how I'm gonna <laughs> shoehorn this one in. Oh, dude, and I didn't even uh, I didn't even know. Yeah, man. Yeah, so uh, some guys have, are are taking on. You know, we, we got the Flash TV Talk podcast. We, yeah, it's good. Uh, helped launch uh, talking. TV Talk, uh, Legends TV Talk, we've got uh, this new uh, uh, Star Wars TV Talk about an upcoming uh, television series about Star Wars, so if you're interested in that kind of thing, Star Wars TV Talk, check it out. Uh, I am on that first initial episode, and uh, yeah, would love to hear your feedback on how that's going. But that's all off in a galaxy far, far away. We're talking right here and now, and we're talking specifically... Cubed tobacco, cube cut, cubed cut tobacco. Now That's this it. is you know when I think of uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, the, immediately to mind uh, this brings to me uh, these new cubed uh, 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 what do you call it uh, chewing gum? Have you seen the cubed chewing gum? What the heck are you talking about? Okay, so this is like a thing right now. Yeah, uh, you know, you get the chewing gum sticks. Okay, well it's chewing gum but it's in a cube. Is it is it kind of like the dipping Dots of ice cream meets chewing gum? It's like that but they're they're are they big bigger and bold? Okay, now cubed cut tobacco is not. Not big and bold it's not like dice you're well, talking
1: uh, tight. can can you uh, so we've got a uh, cube cut tobacco this is ps41 stokeby 41 uh, cube cut here uh, kind of sitting on a little tray uh, on the tobacco bar Bo, kind of describe what you're what you're looking at there
0: yeah I mean like you know you think of kind of like kind of like pebbles you almost think about like uh hamster food now I don't want to say hamster cage because this is not the, the... well it, it may
1: go in the hamster cage <laughs> but it, it's it doesn't work necessarily as the liner exactly like, like we, we probably wouldn't put this on the hamster scale
0: no yeah. no no not yeah. at all not at all but yeah it does. It almost kind of looks like that um, kind of pellety style food uh, that you might find with.
1: You know what I? You know what I think of every time I see cube cut tobacco. What do you think of? Grape nuts.
0: You know what? Well, so grape nuts would be a little bit smaller. They'd than be this.
1: smaller than that, but they look identical. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I can definitely. That see looks that. like grape nuts. And if you don't know what a grape nut is. Uh, you need to remedy that. You may not like it, but you need to at least buy one box of your of grape nuts. Oh, grape nuts life. are delicious. I, I, I like grape nuts. Yeah, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so cube cut tobacco. You know, we're looking. Uh, it's just these little pebbles of tobacco, right? It's a uh, a granular. Uh, it looks uh, you, you know, on on further inspection, you look close to them and. Uh, they they're literally uh, small little cubes of tobacco. You can see where some of them are kind of flaking apart, uh, you know. But it, it looks like little layers of tobacco just pressed into these tiny little cubes. And so, uh, man, we thought we'd we'd talk about that tonight, and just kind of um, unpack that a little bit. You know, it's something that we've talked about uh, before: rope to twist tobacco, flake tobacco, um, you know, uh, ready rubbed, and, and different different forms of tobacco. But um, man, it, the 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 time seemed to be right for cube cut.
0: All right, man. So, uh, Let's uh, yeah, cut it so, up on the cube cut. Well, you know
1: it. So keep cut. You got to think, how did this come to be? I think anytime you see tobacco that is prepared in a strange way like this, the first thing that comes to most people's minds is why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, mean, it makes sense, though. Like, why why would you turn uh, perfectly good tobacco? Into small little cubes, right? It's I mean, it's kind of the idea of like, why would you, why would you have a flake tobacco? Why would you, uh, you know, have tobacco when when you open the can, it looks like uh, a bunch of little
0: coin slices. Like, why, why would you do that in any in any term? Yeah, know? but I do feel in some of those other situations, you can kind of see the ease in which you know, oh, this is kind of pulls apart, and it's got kind of the rope aspect to it, or oh, you know, this is uh, you you allow this allows you to kind of get the consistency that you want inside your bowl. Mm-hmm. With the cubed, it's yeah, much more. Point. Yeah, I mean, like it's hard. It's like, like, what the heck? It is, it is, <laughs> the practicality is a little less obvious. Let's put it that way. Yeah,
1: no, and I think that's fair. One thing you have to think of when you talk about the different—I—I uh, I just have to mention this. My um, my precious, precious mother just texted me and said that my grandfather used to call grape nuts fried BBs, <laughs> and that that is a perfect description. And Mama. You're right, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and frankly, if that if, fried that right kind of looks like a fried BB, That's don't a you fried don't BB. you think? Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Mama look. Cole popping in with the hot takes. I no, love I'm just, it. I'm just saying, you know, like I, I mean, you know, if you're gonna take a BB and kind of maybe deep fry it, you know, and <laughs> right. put some mo butter on it, you know, it it look like a cube cut pipe tobacco. That's yeah. right. Probably so, have the same effect if you ate it too. <laughs> yeah, probably would. Probably would. Yeah, it, it's a good thing we're close to like five hospitals. Right. Um, so you know, we've we've got uh, anytime you think about these strange uh, tobacco and how, how you look at them, whether it's uh, something as uh, different as cube cut or uh, as, you know, just odd as, a, or not common as a flake tobacco, you've got to go back. All these things are related, right? Uh, with the history of flake tobaccos in general, any kind of tobacco that's been, Packaged in a certain way, uh, you know, uh, treated in a certain way, uh, they all kind of go back to very specific points of why they developed them like that. And and you know, really, you're talking about um, the ease of carrying the tobacco, right? All, all the flake tobaccos kind of go together in this, right? Fl- and when I say you know, flake tobacco, it's we've got kind of a family here. We've got we've got the rope, we've got the uh, the flake, the medallions, the cube cut, plug plug tobacco, any any tobacco that's undergone some type of pressure uh, and and is not. A ready rubbed, ribbon cut, uh, coarse cut tobacco. You know, we're talking about something that's undergone some pressure on purpose. Right. Uh, you know that there's a there's reasons for this, right? So we're talking about the you know how easy is it to transport this stuff. Um, how easy is it to pack it into the bowl of your of your pipe, right? What is the convenience factor of it? Like, is this something accessible? Am I going to have to fumble with it uh, when I when huh. I use it? Um, but then also, it's the preservation of flavor too over time. And so, all, all these things, you know, when you think about why did flake tobacco come to any kind of pressed tobacco? How did this come about? The origin story of all these different types of tobaccos kind of meet at that at that nexus. What is the easiest way to consume this tobacco? in the station that I find myself in. Hmm. And so cube cut, which is not a particularly popular, uh, cut today. Um, and, and and really hasn't been one of the top, you know, cuts ever. It, It did develop, uh, as far as we know, sometime in the 19th century, but it's just a tobacco cut that, um, is very uh it's it's granular it's something that you don't have to spend a lot of time packing your bowl with uh we don't know exactly how you know this did gain uh popularity when it did but uh you know it's it's just very convenient it's something that you literally drop into the bowl of your pipe and and light you don't really have to pack it a certain way or uh, uh, apply a lot of pressure there's not any kind of uh, fancy packing methods for cube cut tobacco just kind of falls right in can obviously carry it just like any other tobacco. So that that doesn't really make a lot of sense, you know, as far as a, a different factor there. But, you know, the presentation of flavor, this is something as well. Cube-cut tobacco, it, like any pressed tobacco, those, those flavors, obviously this started as a giant... Uh, a giant brick of tobacco. So th- this came from the same genesis that a flake tobacco would come from. Interesting. Or a plug or anything.
0: So, so, all right, so just for, for some kind of context, you said the, the, the pellets themselves are, you know, quite tiny. Yeah. yeah. Is the idea that this is a brick that was kind of like, so are the pellets... What am I asking? Was it like a flat? <laughs> like a really flat and they cut the cubes out of it yeah. or is it like a like a brick where like it's layers and layers and layers of cubes on cubes on cubes?
1: No, so so this was a giant brick and then they basically cut it into flakes but then cut it again
0: oh right okay
1: gotcha gotcha that right. makes some sense and so and so you've got it uh you know it, it's been it's been
0: turned into a cube right and so you've got how do you maintain consistency i'm, I'm sorry but i'm just i'm thinking well, what that process must be like
1: yeah and, and you know the amount uh, obviously modern day you know machinery that makes this kind of thing happen i mean and we're making a mess here as we're sitting here playing <laughs> with these cubes but they're just so <laughs> doggone irresistible I know you they're just kind want of fun to sit there and with. mess with them um <laughs> you know but it um the the cubes you know, the modern machinery that can make this kind of precision, this type of uh, uniformity in the cut, uh, you know, it just takes a lot of, I don't know, a lot of precision and, and tons of pressure and uh, specialized uh, tools to, to do that. Um, but, you know, what, what what they've done here is they've allowed a flake, a, a plug tobacco to be cut into this kind of form. And so you're allowing the flavoring process that would make, let's say, a flake tobacco uh, really uh you know, really pronounced, very delicate, nuanced flavors. Uh, you know, the 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 magic that happens when you press a tobacco into flakes, and then maintain the flakes over time, even in the packaging. That that process continues in that way. Well, this allows you know this allows basically that type of process to continue, but in a more portable. Hmm. Uh, portable, you know, you don't have to worry about it as much. With a flake tobacco, it's got to stay in the tin. It's got to, you know, stay in its kind of preserved little state if you want it to continue in that way. And so, at least with this, you've got these tiny little—it's uh, almost like little plugs of tobacco. Each one is its own little plug, and so the the marrying process can continue uh, ad infinitum, you know, as it as as time goes on. So um, it, it's just part of it, you know, and that's that's kind of the story of. All tobaccos that have been processed in some strange way, why did they do it? Well, there was a purpose somewhere along the line. With cube cut, we don't exactly know why, but we do know that it's easy to carry. Uh, it's really easy to pack uh, and and light, and generally to keep lit if you're used to flake really? tobaccos. Really, it is. And then of course you have the preservation of uh, of flavor content of moisture uh, that's there just because it's under pressure, uh, and and it tends to be convenient. So um, it's just one of those things. It's a it's a different it's a different form. It's not particularly popular, but
0: doggone it, it's just it's 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 pretty good. So, so the ease of keeping it lit is kind of fascinating to me, well, especially because like, and you think re- of pack your pipe is such an art form.
1: Yeah, you, your your results may vary, but like your your mileage may vary or whatever. Yeah. But you know the thing about cube cut tobacco is that it tends to, it does tend to burn evenly once you get it lit. the The great thing about it is you don't have to spend a lot of time um, packing it. it. Once it goes in the bowl, you really are just filling up your bowl. Uh, of tobacco and just gently, very very gently, evening out the top layer. That's the only tamping that's involved in the mm. lighting process. Uh, and then, like any flake tobacco, when you when you uh, put the flame to the tobacco, the the little individual cubes will kind of start to uh, I- erupt, if you will. You know, they'll yeah. start to expand a little bit. And then after you after you smoke your pipe for a while, you'll you'll begin tamping it slowly, just like you would any tobacco. But it's something that has a has an easy smolder to it that seems to just kind of kind of move along. So it's an a interesting tobacco. Typically, this kind of leaf is burly-based. Now, I don't know why. I don't know why you don't see more uh, Latakia cube cuts or
0: Oriental cube cuts or, uh, you know, even a Perique cube cut or anything like that. Wouldn't it be more like when you've got pressed tobacco? Like if you've got pressed tobacco in a tin versus just like loose tobacco or like ribbon cut rather, wouldn't you, wouldn't you theoretically have more tobacco per tin when it's all pressed together? Does that make sense? Well, you know,
1: I mean, if they are weighing it out, you know, I mean, so it's one of those things that you're buying it by the ounce, right? Or you're you're, you're buying it by the ounce. But the thing is, you could uh, probably fit more of this in a uh, condensed environment than you could, you know, some other forms Mm, of tobacco. And and I think maybe that's why this is popular to some degree, or or not popular, but why uh, some people favored it, maybe why it came into existence. It's like you get the benefits of the flavor of flake tobacco, but you don't have to, to store it like flake tobacco. Gotcha. That, that's kind of my hypothesis. You know, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but in my mind, it's like, okay, well, you're, you've got these tiny little flake, uh, little, little, really little plugs, you know? And so it's like, I get the convenience of loose tobacco, but it gives the the flavor profile and the aging properties of a flake tobacco. That's the best I can imagine. Interesting. Uh, and 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 really, that's you know that's just speculation.
0: Well, I guess the main reason I ask is just thinking about from a from a burley standpoint. I mean, if if burley is so readily available and non invasive, then if you need to pack in a little extra, wouldn't you pack in using burley? Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those tobaccos that uh, it's it's easy. It's everywhere. Um, you know, it's lurking everywhere. We always talk about. But it, it's a great blender too, and so a lot of folks. Uh, you know when they blend uh, tobaccos, obviously they'll use burleys. But uh, you know if someone has a cube cut tobacco like this, of course this is uh, Stoke b Forty One, which is a uh, it's a burley uh, mixed with a, a little matured Virginia. Uh, in here, and then pressed into 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 plugs, and then and then cut into cubes like this. But you know, this is a tobacco that you can smoke by yourself, but by itself. But you can also blend it with things as well. And so, just like any other tobacco, because it is small uh, and and malleable, and you know all that, you can blend it. You know, a lot of folks will throw a little perique in there. You know, you can put uh, some other Virginias if you like, or maybe even a finely chopped Cavendish or something like that, just to kind of make it make it your own. So it it can be used not only as a smoke uh, blend in itself, but also a base, uh, which is, you know, to to be blended with other things, which is kind of fun
0: how often do we've really s- made a mess this well is yeah
1: ridiculous. this is, yeah. Is. <laughs> is starting to look like a hamster cage here uh, at the country
0: choir well to be fair this is <laughs> back in the day this is how dirty the counter always was. <laughs> no that's right that's right no that, that, that's right uh yeah but okay so so i'm kind of curious how often do you actually smoke cube tobacco not very often yeah yeah not not very why? often why if it's got all of these you know that's a good
1: question you know it's one of those things for me personally you know i i love flake tobacco and um you know, it just a proper flake, you know, one that's been pressed into or, you know, cut into slices. So why do I like smoking that and not this? I don't know. For me personally, the, you know, you see a lot more Virginia leaf used in flake tobacco, uh, whereas these tend to be more burley based. I like burley. I blend with it a lot. I think mm-hmm. it's great. You know, I'm more of a Virginia smoker. I just kind of prefer that over, over the other. Also for me, part of the fun of smoking a flake tobacco is is the preparation, the process of actually having to sit there and right. tear the leaf apart yeah, yeah. and kind of, you know, determine what, uh, what slices in your tin look best. And okay, I'm gonna tear this one apart. And then, Oh, is that enough to fit in my pipe? I think it is. And which pipe am I going to smoke? And you know, all this stuff. And it, it's, it's the ritual of it, right? It's the liturgy that we go through to, to prep for, uh, for the big event. And so,
0: um, are, are you, you telling know, me that cube tobacco is too easy for you? It, it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so cube tobacco is, is, is the actual Apple of tobacco. Oh, Whereas everything else is more of an, an Android. Oh, I I see where you're going yeah, here this with this. This is the this is the Macintosh, um, the Apple. It's made for kindergartners. No, obviously not tobacco is not made for kindergartners. That's <laughs> not what we're saying. Country Square Radio, <laughs> and by all means, please be of age so if you're going to listen to this podcast. Uh, uh, they aren't listening, fellas. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, funny. yeah. So uh, no, no, no. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, no, it's, yeah, uh, no, no.
1: I mean, you know, th- it's it's a tobacco that uh, it- it's it's ready to be consumed. Yep. You know, it-, it does take a little patience. It's one of those that uh, you do have to uh. T- tend to a little bit to get started, uh, what, you know, lighting. Um, but once you do get it started, it, it tends to burn pretty, pretty well. Yeah. And then you get your eye smoke, your eye
0: smoke and your, your eye cloud. Yeah. Your eye cloud is right.
1: Um, you know, some popular ones on the market we've had folks tweeting in, uh, you know, some pictures of some of their favorite, uh, cube cut tobaccos. Um, the uh someone uh, Eric our good friend uh sent in the uh, corn pipe from uh, Cornell and Deal. Uh, we have uh, Stoke will number forty one, uh, which is uh, again the burly and matured Virginia. Uh, really good tobacco. It's got a got a a, a delicate, uh, nicely nuanced uh, flavor. You've got uh, just enough kind of nuttiness. Uh, there's a fresh cut grass. Uh, they're semi-sweet uh, you know it, it's not overwhelmingly uh, flavorful but it is one of those that uh, if you sip it it really will reward you and, and is, is fun to smoke um, also uh, Cornell and Deal cube cut burley which is just a, a cube cut uh, mix of, of burley different grades that they uh, put together and, and turns out to be uh, good tobacco and again a lot of folks will use these as uh, bases to uh, to blend with other things Perique or Virginia's or, or whatever like we said um, now what, what's interesting and a lot of folks. Th- this doesn't really uh, make a lot of sense to me, but a lot of folks will will cube cut their own flake tobacco. Okay, now now this is something I'm going to demonstrate here uh, for you, so you can actually as a as a process. You know, some people uh, they want to smoke this particular flake tobacco, but for some reason they might think it burns a little easier if it's or if it's in the in, in the cube form. And so what they'll do is they'll take the pieces of flake and they'll kind of um, you know form them up into whatever width of the cube that you want it to be, um, and then they'll literally cut it with scissors. So you you know you just like, take you, yeah. you just you just kind of take it and you make your own little tiny cube cubes, and, and they're not they're not necessarily three D cubes. I mean, it's like a flat. Uh, like a flat cube, but then you'll have people they'll you know they'll do this and this is how they prep their their flake tobacco. They make their little cube cuts and uh, you know and and then you know before you know it you've got this little tray of kind of cube square rather it, it's really like a square yeah. cut, right. I mean they're, they're uh, square looking little pieces and then you'll take your your flake that you've just cut into square pieces and then you'll uh, you'll drop it in your pipe very similarly to the to the actual cube. Interesting cut. And, so. and think
0: about it like you're cutting uh, like <clears throat> green onions if you will like yeah. No, that's right. That's exactly right.
1: Yeah. Um, So just another way to uh, think about flake, if it's something, if you've had trouble smoking flake tobacco in the past. And want to you know try again, but maybe uh, think it's you know would be oppor- an opportunity to try a different method. It might be uh, something you just take your flake, uh, fold it uh, multiple times until you get kind of the width of a of a, you know a few millimeters, just a small width there, and then you'll you'll just cut it and it it'll fall apart in perfect little huh. uh, squares that you can put in your pipe. And and again with cube cube cut tobacco, you typically just drop it in the bowl. Uh, there's no real like uh, you know we talk about the the three step packing method the um, you know gentle medium heavy uh, kind of packing method and that doesn't really apply with cube cut you really just fill the bowl up uh, give it a gentle little tap on the top uh, some people even will just kind of knock the side of the pipe to let the uh, the granules settle and then and then light your pipe so um, that that's it you know it's just kind of a kind of a different. Uh, cut you know of, of tobacco is just a different way to uh, to pack it and to process it and to you know package it but uh, yeah it's fun it's just something different, not particularly popular. there's not a ton of them out there on the market uh, but it's one of those that uh, that I think is worth trying.
0: Well, hey, man, if yep. you are if you are going to try it this week, we uh, we suggest you try it with the best possible means of making sure you get every single flavor. And that's, of course, the way we should always sample new tobaccos, and that's with a good quality pipe from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's
1: right. That's right. Missouri Meerschaum, of course, makes excellent pipes, and they're all good for tasting because they yeah. come with uh, quality, clean corn cobs that uh, that they grow themselves. But uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes, they uh, come in a wide variety. Of course, tonight, our show is sponsored by the Dagner Poker. Ah, the Dagner Poker. So, uh, Missouri Meerschaum Meersham, uh, a couple years ago, of course, they collaborated with Jason Dagner of Dagner Pipes and, and came out with probably the most popular um, iteration, you know, most popular one of their uh, their limited series pipes. It's a uh, really high quality pipe. It's got that uh, kind of black uh, varnish bowl. It's a, it's a medium sized bowl, a taller bowl uh, than most Missouri Meersham pipes with a chunky stem. Uh, it's, it's a poker style pipe. Uh, and then you've got a really high quality, uh, you know, plastic bit on the end. It's a saddle stem. Uh, it's probably the highest quality bit I think Missouri Meerschaum makes. just mm. a really, mm-hmm. really handsome bit uh, and then a nice uh, nice metal band to set it apart. so it's it's a really sharp looking pipe. It's one of those that um, is gonna you know fit nicely in your pocket, but also, leave you feeling like you're smoking a, a full size pipe.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. No, it's a, it's a beautiful pipe. And hey, if you've got a Dagner poker from Missouri Meerschaum, be sure to smoke it this week. Take a picture when you do. Retweet that out. We'd love to retweet it out because that lets the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Meerschaum. Meerschaum. What, yeah. Meerschaum. See, you're not trying to give yourself gush. <laughs> you're Trying to give yourself gosh. Pipe, pipe question, question, question of the week. <laughs> Pipe Question of the Week this week comes in from Dylan Schlinder, who says, My friend Alex bought an estate pipe that has a clay-lined bowl. The pipe is otherwise briar, but has the, that unusual bowl. Uh, what would be the best way to give it a deep clean? Thank you. Again, that is from listener Dylan. Yeah, so um, now, to be honest, uh, Dylan, I've never seen
1: a pipe with a clay-lined bowl. Um, it, my guess is that it's meerschaum lined um, You know, the, there may be iterations of pipes out there that have clay linings. I, I don't... I, I don't know, and you know, and that might be exactly what you have there. But typically, uh, anytime you see a briar pipe um, that has some type of lining on the inside, it's it's typically if it's a if it's a quality pipe, going to be meerschaum. Uh, meerschaum, of course, is the dried up little crustacean friends that uh, you know uh, die and go to the bottom of the Mediterranean Ocean, and then we harvest them later, uh, millennium later, and then uh, and and make them into these beautiful pipes that tend to smoke really cool. Um, and uh, and we line often uh, briar bowls. With them for a couple of reasons. It smokes cooler typically, uh, but also when we line the briar bowl uh, with this uh, meerschaum uh, block, it it will allow that that briar to um, to smoke like a meerschaum in that you don't. It won't ghost flavors, so mm, it won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you'll get a clean smoke every time. It's going kind to of have a very pure smoke. You won't. Uh, the 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 tobacco won't be adulterated by the flavor of the briar. Basically, with meerschaum, you, the idea is to not build cake. You're, uh, you know, you're 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 swabbing your meerschaum out after every smoke, and and that way you get a clean, fresh smoke after every uh, after every every bowl. So, um, so my guess is this is a meerschaum lined uh, briar pipe. Um, now if you wanted to give it a good deep clean, you know, if it does have cake on it, if you can't see, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the meerschaum on the most of of the part around, you'll want to just very, very gently ream it. Um, you can do that with a, you know, a professional reamer. Uh, some people use a, you know, a pocket knife or a check tool. If you're going to go any of those routes, you need to be extremely careful with meerschaum because it's just a fragile, uh, material. Uh, a lot of times meerschaum lined pipes, Uh, briar pipes that are lined with meerschaum, uh, that meerschaum is not block meerschaum, it's composite meerschaum, uh, which is a little lower grade, so that means you're going to have to be even more careful uh, if you clean that pipe out. But use, uh, go through any steps like you would with normal briar, use some alcohol solution, Uh, Everclear works great, Uh, just scrub that joker down really, really good, and and get as much of the carbon base out as you can. The idea, again, with a meerschaum, you want to get it as white on the inside as possible. As you start to smoke this pipe again and, and put it into your regular rotation, after every smoke, you're going to want to clean it really deeply. And that's just to get out any carbon, any residual ashes or any of that kind of stuff. You want to get it back down to the Meerschaum every time so that you can have that pure flavored smoke every time. So uh, give it a good, you know, give it a very gentle, gentle ream, get back down to the pure Meerschaum level there, you know, maybe scrub it out with some, uh, some alcohol, some uh, Everclear, you know, maybe even just some bourbon or something. Uh, And then once you get to that point, you'll, uh, you'll be good to go. So, yeah. Now
0: of course this is making the assumption that in fact you know the, the Dylan or rather Alex might be uh, mistaken in thinking that it is clay. I'm I am curious though. I mean if, if listeners are familiar with uh, briar pipes that have clay inserts, you know, I didn't. It's not impossible. No, it's it, it's
1: it's not. You know, and, Just and highly unlikely. Maybe there are. Uh, you know, I would think how you make a clay pipe. I mean, you know, if you're forming it in these molds, um, it would be pretty difficult to put a clay insert into a. Uh, a Briar Bowl, but I don't I don't know that for a fact. That could well be the case. Yeah, you know? I'd yeah. be curious so if if anyone's run into that out yeah. there. Uh, let us know. You know, but uh, but yeah, on, on it's probably a Meersham uh, line pipe. In which case, you'll just want to take it back down to that Meersham uh, as much as you can, get rid of the cake, and then scrub it out with some type of solution just to uh, freshen it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully that helps out, Alex Dylan, and thank you so much for your pipe question this week. If you've got a pipe question for us, send it in show at countrysquareradio Again, that is show at countrysquare radio.com quick fire with, with the squire. squire all right, Ow! Ow! All right man we got some <laughs> great quick fire questions brought to us by the tent society more on them in just a moment all right we're continuing on with everyone's favorite lesbian priest uh we've got some <laughs> Great. Now is he actually from Lesbos? No. No. A- a- Andy, he's just a
1: fan of the Lesbians. No, a- Andy is a Andy's from like New York. Okay. Right. <laughs> but he he's But a, he gave us the lesbian uh No, he 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 did, but he he has a a dear friend that uh lives half the year uh in Greece I always and then get the other the, the other right. half the year here in Jackson, Mississippi, right? And yeah. so we have uh, he flips you know uh, he goes back and forth he goes back and forth oh, all right, right? <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and uh and, and you know, half the year is, is there on the isle of lesbos and then he does half the year uh here in jackson that's where we get the the ouzo cuz he brings it from the isle of lesbos to jackson and, right. and we get that that delicious ouzo i mean it's yeah. not
0: delicious but we do appreciate it is so it, it is so fine it is
1: it's so good actually that i asked him how could i procure another bottle of this stuff yeah. uh and and uh anyway so, so so we're working on that yeah it, one yeah, it, it did it changed me, it changed, yeah. you know, you just try it once and you, and you can't
0: go back sometimes. Yeah, or you try yeah. it once, you realize this is not for me. That's it, that's it, yeah. You know, the funny thing is I always have a hard time misremembering it, but I love going into it because Father Andy, I think, both gets uh, like simultaneously a kick out of it and also and like, horrified. Horrified. Him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so- sorry and thank you. No, he's a, he's a good sport. <laughs> he,
1: he's a good sport <laughs> and, a, and a very, very dear friend. All right, you ready for this? Yep. Baked or mashed potatoes? Ooh. Good question. Um, golly.
0: I um baked potato by hair? Um when when you hear Potatoes. Do you think what? Do you, what I mean? There's a lot of different potatoes
1: out there. I think of like a like an Idaho potato. All right, L- like a like a big brown, classic. like kind of oblong looking potato. You know, yeah. You got you got your different kinds of potatoes, I'm right? A sweet
0: potato guy, man.
1: Yeah. See, I guess being from Mississippi, you know, we we probably should be sweet potato
0: guys. I guess that is a regional thing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like
1: I, maybe it's not. I don't know. I mean, you know, they they oh. say Vardaman, Mississippi, is the sweet potato capital of the world. Interesting. I don't know if that's true, but that's what they say.
0: Well, all right. So if we're talking, I'm just gonna go because again. Like we're Mississippi, so yeah. my mindset is, is from a Mississippian standpoint. I I, yeah. I tend to prefer, <sighs> I think I tend to prefer baked, but by a hair, like you say. Half, like half baked? Well, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. oh, now hang on now. Twice baked potatoes? No, that, that's
1: a real thing. That
0: is a real yeah, thing. No, that's, a, that's a real thing. And that's amazing. I don't think you twice bake a sweet potato, but you could twice bake an Idaho potato, and that thing is amazing. But that wasn't one of our options. So I'm just, I'm just going to stick with baked. And you said? Uh, baked. All right. Yeah. All right. We're both baked here. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, post or pre-tribulation? Wow. Break down the theology. Uh, I, th-
1: I think I'm my very from the hip uneducated, hmm. but slightly educated enough to be dangerous answer is post trib.
0: Well all right so so as as the as the the post seminarian. Right the, 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 let's be on the failed seminarian, <laughs> right? <laughs> break break, that, break it down a little bit for the uninitiated.
1: Well it you know I, my understanding of this question is, okay if you're pre trib or post trib have the tribulations of the end times have they are we on the back side of them or on the front side of them? And and, and you know my again very ignorant just enough Information to be dangerous. Understanding <laughs> is is that we're uh, that that we on the, the 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 tribulations have basically begun. Right uh, now, again, this is all you know, kind of esoteric Christian theology. That uh, you know, if you're listening and you're not exposed to these things before, uh, you're probably just blanking out and being like, "What are they talking about?" What what, what, what one of my one of my very good friends uh, said that they're not um, they're not uh, a millennial or uh postmillennial they're uh, they're pan millennial, and, and and by that what they mean is by that what they mean is it'll all pan
0: out in the end. Okay, right. <laughs> I was I was gonna say to define yourself as pan millennial seems like a very millennial thing to do. It, it,
1: it, they're pan millennial, yeah. so it, it'll all pan out in the end. Um, yeah.
0: So, so I, I, I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree with you. I'm I'm not I'm not fully on board with the um. What was that book that came out? Last call? No, not last call. No, last call. <laughs> <laughs> the the <cheer. laughs> The Cheers story, right?
1: <laughs> no, um, no, the uh, the the End they Times books, yeah. right? That well, were really popular they when were, we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, it was like a uh, huge deal. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Gosh. They were all had these really colorful fronts, and then they made that terrible movie with right.
0: uh uh, Candice Cameron or what, whatever was was their face. We we should make an apocalyptic movie called Last Call. No, we but, we could. That, that should be a thing. Yeah, we we she should could. fund that. Yeah. All right. And, <laughs> uh, finally, <laughs> finally, uh, chops: pork or lamb? Lamb. All the way. Yeah. Lamb chops are amazing. Yeah, I, I, I haven't met many
1: pork chops that I like, but uh, but a lamb, a lamb chop, I can, I can get on board with that.
0: I'm, you know, yeah. I, I could take or leave pork chops. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on them, but like, I would only go with the pork chop if that was the only thing there. Like, I wouldn't turn it away for like a salad. Well, depends on the salad. Yeah, uh, lamb, lamb all the way. If lamb is an option, there's literally, typically, no other option. Literally, typically. What I said. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Lay them all the way from Father Andy. Thank you so much for those quick fire questions. Of course, quick fire questions brought to us by the Tin Society. Yes. And now the Tin Society is an awesome online service that if you've listened for some time, you've already heard a lot about them. And gosh, why haven't you signed up? I'm just going to assume that you have. But for the few of you who haven't, uh, check them out. Go to tinsociety.com. This is a way to get uh, hand selected tobacco sent to your door every single month. Expand your palate. Uh, You know, uh, John David and I did an uh, unboxing video of uh, a box that we received from the Ten society and in it you i really encourage you to check it out we we go through for all the different tobaccos that came in but you also get like flavor profile education sheets that kind of make us look stupid (laughs)
1: like like the the amount of knowledge that exists the the detail really is amazing Yeah. yeah
0: I mean, honestly, yep. we 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 probably could just go on forward. Just when the box comes in, just yeah. take each one and just make that a show the, for the, the fun. The quality. tasting notes
1: and everything is really, really awesome. Yeah, yeah. the the presentation is is remarkable yeah. with the Ten uh, Society. They are giving you, uh, you know, just uh, uh, several tobaccos that uh, you may or may not have tried, but it's always a great variety. Uh, some of the best tobaccos in the world, and uh, and of course the the tasting notes, the presentation, it all uh, comes together to be an awesome monthly experience that you can look forward to. So, uh, of course, you'll. You'll be exposed to some of the best tobaccos around, uh, and it'll broaden your palate even if you don't necessarily care for the tobacco. And so it's a it's a fun way to expand your uh, tobacco horizons. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, try it out. If you uh, go to TinSociety.com, you can uh, sign up. Use the code SQUIRE when you do, and you'll save 20% on your first month's box. That's
0: right. So TinSociety.com, use the code SQUIRE for 10% off on your first month's service, 20% off. Twenty percent service. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. That's right. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent
1: off. (laughs) 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 Your thoughts,
0: your Your comments, comments. listener feedback. (laughs) Listener feedback. All right, man, we got some listener feedback in tonight. Yeah. Uh, First one's kind of some hot take. uh, Hot take from Portland Paul. Yeah. Really, he was hitting the Twitter tonight because he's he's got an axe to grind when it comes to the cube tobacco. No, he said, I really hate cube cut. Literally. I literally suck
1: it down the shank (laughs) into my mouth all the way through the bowl. Uh, You know, some folks, if they if they pack it too tightly, they will, they'll do that. And, and uh, maybe, and maybe even if they don't, you know, it's one of those things, I guess it depends on the, uh, the draft hole. I I have uh, read in the past, people really struggle with uh, sucking the little cubes kind of uh, through the, through the shank into your yes. mouth. I think a lot of that depends on the, uh, the thickness of the cut, you know, I'm not really sure, but, um, but yeah, a lot of folks, you know, they do, I, I have heard that before. Yeah
0: all right yeah yeah yeah. that's good that's good yeah Yeah. i i i had to i was gonna mention it while you're talking but i saw he tweeted that in so i wanted to include it on the tail end but i was thinking that throughout the process of especially like you know larger shanks that are out there that it it could easily kind of go through yeah uh all right next in from uh daybutt d-a-i-b-u-t-t day but yeah day, day, that's that's the name
1: yeah that's no that's it that's it uh so uh
0: so what what did Butt have to say
1: he said uh just a suggestion why don't you do a collaboration with Missouri Mirsham oh. uh, and do a country squire cob stay tuned
0: that needs to happen stay tuned that that does sound that does sound exciting yeah you never know stay, stay tuned stay stay tuned yeah uh we also have uh, from PETA r on iTunes says uh, what a tastic find I now am binge listening on the way to and from work with my pipe uh, after, (laughs) wait, with my pipe after my pipe. Uh, I have found that the content to be highly knowledgeable and approachable, uh, though my TAD, which stands for Uh, tobacco acquisition disorder, (laughs) is at an all-time high. I will make a pilgrimage someday and bring (laughs) some brown water to share. Ooh. Peter.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Bo will be here. That day. I will
0: be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Man, that's great. Uh, hey, also from Portland, Paul tonight. He says wrong on the tribulation pre and post uh, stuff. He says uh, pre and post are when Christians leave the earth before or after the seven year tribulation.
0: Left behind.
1: What Jay left behind. Left Le- behind. So what yeah. what I was describing apparently, Jay. What I what uh, what I was describing when I was talking earlier is a millennial. So there's a, there's right. a, there's, a, there's a millennial. There's there's pre millennial and post millennial and a millennial and. Uh, And like my good friend says, pan-millennial. It'll (laughs) all pan out in the end. Uh, And so uh, there's that. And then also our good friend Brian, he says... uh, Brian Levine, who you know everyone knows and loves, he says Oriental and Latakia, Oriental and Latakia leaf, uh, causes the little cubes and cube cut tobacco to fall apart, and so that's probably why you don't see it as very you know as often. I guess um, you know something about the consistency, the moisture content, the uh, you know the oil content in a in a burley just makes it a better um, you know a, a better fit for cube cut
0: tobacco. And uh, Mark VV uh, tweeting in a meme of me, poodles or grape nuts? How is a man to choose? <laughs> I, would, I would choose the grape nuts. There you go. I would choose the grape nuts. <laughs> There we goes. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey. Uh, so that, it's uh, love. That love fun. all the feedback. You know, we, oh, that's we, right. Yeah. We, we also, especially, encourage those of you uh, who have not done so, head over to iTunes, write us a review on iTunes. It's a great way to help out the show, and it doesn't cost you a dime to do it. But if you are willing to help, send a few dimes to help make this show happen. Uh, please, 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 please. Not to beg or anything, but head over to Patreon.com/slashCountrySquireRadio. radio is because of the support of our club members and patrons that this show happens every single week without fail, and we thank y'all so much. For for it. Again, that's Patreon.com slash Country Squire Radio. You can also follow us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at The Real Bo York.
1: I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at,
0: at underscore Country Squire. Of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquire Radio.com, where you can tune in Monday nights after hours, 8.30 p.m., 6 30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, including next week, where we either will be broadcasting from here or not from here. <laughs> Out of curiosity, like any other week, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I do. Uh, you know, will we go literally? Like, let's let's just let's say that we live in a world where le- next week is the last week yeah. in shop in in this shop, yeah, in this yeah. location, in this space, yeah. yeah. So, would the following week we be broadcasting from the new location? I, I don't know. It depends on
1: how far we get, uh, you know, in kind of our setup and everything. Okay. We may have to do a week where we go from the studio, studio. perhaps. Um, you know, we, we may have to get creative. It just depends. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, if all you know, works out that you know maybe uh-huh. if next week is the the last one here, then the following week, uh, if, if the tea leaves are, are correct and and I think the calendar is going to fall the way it is, um, you know, God willing, here in a couple weeks we'll we'll be in our new shop for
0: our uh, our next episode. Oh man, so, I, I feel yeah. like we we had we'll kind of, we could have done like a like a country squire radio field trip we could like like go to around different local restaurants that have like back porches or something like that We am doing at fondren public or um you know something like that are you just trying to work in like a barbecue yeah testing? like free well i was actually just going <laughs> the, i was going for the alcohol but no no no. no that's <laughs> a good point that's a good point actually yeah yeah yeah. I, that is true Pick and pint does have that can you smoke a pick and pint you can can you yeah maybe they'll let us do a live maybe show let us do a live show there I don't know it's it's a it's a cool thought that we should have had a couple months ago if we we're going to make it happen which means it probably won't right. but one way or the other tune in next week to figure out where we were where that's we're right to be that's right and uh we'd, we'd love to have you join us uh yeah cube tobacco it's it's cube cut baby nothing it, square it, about it it's waka waka it, it it's delicious
1: <laughs> you can line your hamster cage with it if you want but it'll be a waste
0: yeah no because it's good. you need to smoke it yeah. <laughs> yeah all right man well let's go have a night see you brother
1: been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please
0: visit Pottery.com.